You are listening to the Unity Now podcast featuring the Reverend Sean Birch, the pastor of Spirit of Unity Baptist Church in Roanoke, Virginia. In this podcast, you will hear powerful messages from Pastor Birch and other ministers that tell of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. These messages will inspire, challenge, and help you grow in your relationship with God. I hope you're ready. I know I am. Let's be blessed by today's message. Good morning, Spirit of Unity family, Facebook viewers, friends, partners, and listeners. It is good uh, to um, communicate with you all on this glorious Sunday morning. Let us pray. Sovereign God, we come to you right now asking that you just have thine own way. Continue, God, to lift us up and give us the strength that we need day by day to encourage others through some difficult times. Lord, I'm just asking right now in the name of Jesus that you just have thine own way through the preach word and help us, God, to deliver. Help me, God, to deliver a message that will be a blessing to the people in Jesus name. Amen. The scripture text will be coming from Acts The third chapter, verse 8 through 10. That's Acts, the third chapter, verse 8 through 10. The text reads like this from the New Revised Standard Version. Jumping up, he stood and began to walk, and he entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. And they recognized him as the one who used to sit and ask for alms at the gate, at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. The sermon title that I want to leave with you all on this Sunday morning is called Inside the Gate. Inside the gate. Spirit of Unity family, Facebook viewers, friends, partners, and listeners. Something incredible has transpired at the gate. There was a crippled man who begged for alms for 40 years until God cosmically arranged a divine appointment between him and two broke preachers by the names of Peter and John. These two apostles gave this lame man some attention. They made a petition in the only name that matters at the gate, and they took some action and gave him a hand up at the gate. And now, through the power of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this crippled beggar's legs have awakened. This man who remains nameless now has strength in his lower extremities and has been given the opportunity to live his life. 
He was paralyzed since he was in his mother's womb. His lameness speaks to the fact that his life was in a paralyzed state, unable to live his life and do the things that he really wanted to do. Suffering at the gate for 40 years, stuck in what seemed like a perpetual cycle of begging to make a living. He was overlooked at the gate in the shadows of the religious institutions where the temple leaders disregarded him. But now this man has power running through his legs, ankles and feet. Can I parenthetically tell you that even though you feel like there is no movement in your life or community right now, God is about to cosmically arrange a divine appointment with individuals who will meet you at the gate to give you a hand up through the power of God so you can live your life. Live your life not being victimized, disenfranchised, or paralyzed. However, at the gate, God meets us there with people who truly care about us living victoriously, living fearlessly, and living boldly so our lives can give God glory. So you go ahead and Snapchat, Instagram, text, and TikTok somebody to let them know that that your lame season has made a collision course with an awesome God at the gate. And God is about to give you an opportunity of a lifetime at the gate that will not only transform your situation, but give you the strength to walk beyond your current location. If you are ready for your divine opportunity at the gate, then comment below, I'm ready. I hear the community at the gate saying, I'm ready to be healed. I'm ready to take back my neighborhood from gun violence and gentrification. I hear children and teens at the gate saying, I'm ready to keep it 100 for the Lord. I'm ready to be a part of the solution. I'm ready to go beyond and be somebody to someone else. I hear teachers and, and community leaders saying, I'm ready to take back our schools. I'm, I'm ready to rebuild historic Gainesboro. I'm ready to set the standard for a living in our community. And I am so glad because when God clashes with our stalled out life and community, I believe that God will move you and your community inside the gate into places that need to be shaken up by your miracle. I need someone to comment below inside the gate. Now, let's be clear. This nameless man who was once crippled didn't act all brand new and suddenly, suddenly dipped out on those who gave him a helping hand. Nah, man, he didn't do that. The Bible said that he jumped up, stood up and began to walk beyond the gate and entered the temple with Peter and John. Therefore, what do we do once we are inside the gate, entering the very institutions 
that overshadowed us. Once we are inside the gate, entering the very institutions that overshadowed us, the first thing we must do is keep walking. Yeah, the first thing that we must do is keep walking. This man didn't have to go through a painful process to learn how to walk for the very first time. Instead, the Bible says that he jumped up or he sprang up with with sprang up much like water flowing from a fountain. I remember when my children were babies trying to learn how to walk for the very first time. I witnessed them trying to stand up and as they were standing up, their legs would wiggle and tremble and they end up falling back down. I remember seeing and recalling them continuing that process over and over again until they could stand up on their own two feet. And then once they found some stability, they would take a step or two and fall down. They kept on getting up, take another step or two and fall down. They kept on getting up, took another step or two and fell down again. However, after days of repeating this process, they walked. And what I love about their first time walking is that the moment they walked, they did not stop walking, but they kept on walking. This man's healing was immediate and he was walking like he had been walking his whole entire life. The word walking here means to conduct my life and live. And so therefore, this man is living his life like it's golden and conducting his life in a way that is now drawing attention to the power of God. Somebody just turn to their family member and say, I'm trying to live my life. Yeah, you live your life by walking by faith and not by sight. You may fall down, but when as long as you have God on your side, he can help you to get back up again. And once you get back up again, you better keep on walking. Why? Because there's no devil in hell. There's no demon on earth that can get between you and your God. And so somebody just comment below and say, I'm walking and I won't stop. The next thing we need to do once we are inside the gate, entering the very institutions that overshadowed us, is to keep leaping. Yeah, to keep leaping. When we walk, we got to continue to walk by faith. Something also to consider is that when this man walked beyond his previous situation, he walked into the temple, but he did not stand around. Because also in the Greek, that word walk also means circuit. And so he's walking around the temple, living his life, using his life to show people that the power of God is mighty in some hard situations. And so not only does this man 
walk around and become evidence of how powerful God is. But the text says that he began to leap. The Greek word for leap here is of water or I spring up or bubble up. And so this man is leaping and moving with great joy because he was once lame and crippled and now he can walk for the very first time. I don't know about you, but if I was lame all my life and was crippled and could not walk, I would be leaping and jumping up and down just like this brother here. We, 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 we find in the, in the Greek language that it says that, 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 that this leaping was like him bubbling up. So whatever occurred on the inside of him, the healing power that bubbled up on the inside of him, the power of God that bubbled up on the inside of him the word of healing that was spoken to him in the name of Jesus bubbled up inside of him and it sprang out I liken it to a brother in the Old Testament by the name of, of Jeremiah who had fire shudder up in his bones and, and so in other words uh, when the Lord is working on the inside of you you just can't hold that thing in you can't keep it to yourself it's bubbling up and I dare you to release it somebody comment below and say I'm leaping because when God moves in your life we can't stay still and stagnant we have to leap in the situation that God now places us in we are now we now have the opportunity to go into some institutions and leap into action and make some changes change some laws create fairness across the board from the poor to the rich we are able to go into some institutions and and speak on behalf of the hungry, the naked, and the homeless. We have the opportunity to leap into action and continue to share the mighty word of God. So what do we do once we are inside the gate entering the very institutions that overshadowed us? Well, we learned that we got to keep walking. Secondly, we learn that we got to keep leaping. The final thing we need to do once we are inside the gate, entering the very institutions that overshadowed us, is to keep praising. Yeah, keep praising. Amen. The Greek usage here simply says, I praise. Come on, somebody comment, talk to your neighbor, talk to your family, say, I praise. I and what I love about this moment that now this man is inside the gate he's walking a new walk he's living his new life his best life he's leaping into action not only on the behalf of others but leaping into action as evidence that God is not only real but God is powerful to change your situation but now we find that this man has the audacity to praise. I love this because it says, I praise. He's taking ownership of his praise. When God moves in your life, 
You don't need anybody else to praise for you and get you hyped up because God does enough for you and I to praise him all by ourselves. And so somebody out there better praise God because in spite of lockdowns, in spite of social distancing, God has still been good to you. God is still reaching out to you. God is still giving you a peace of mind. You better keep praising God. You might not be in the church building today, but you are in the house of worship because as long as your apartment, as long as your house is covered by the blood of the Lamb, as long as you're representing Jesus inside your house you can have a praise party right where you are you better praise God for getting you through the semester you better praise God for keeping you healthy you better praise God for giving you a reasonable portion of health and strength you ought to praise God for continuing to not only see you at the gate but heal you at the gate and help you walk in the gate, uh, inside the gate, uh, under your own power, under the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I wish there was somebody out there with me that just can take a moment just to say, I thank you, Lord. Uh, I'm going to continue to speak praises out of my mouth uh, because I cannot hold back uh, what the Lord has done for me. And so one of the things we discover is that when we're inside the gate, uh, we want to let people know that, yes, I've been through the worst season of my life. Yes, I was in a ruined condition, but one day I met Jesus at the gate through some awesome people and I was able to be healed again. And the text says that the people recognized that this man was the man who was at the gate begging for 40 years. And the text says that they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. Don't you realize that even though your storm may not look pretty right now, now that God will turn that thing around and cause people to be filled with amazement and joy because they see God actively moving in your life. Don't you get discouraged. Don't you give up and fret. But you remember that God is about to touch your life and give you strength in your life to be able to walk through the gates that may have been restricted to you. Because you were weak at a particular moment in your life. But I'm so glad that we all have the power and the strength to start walking through the gate. Because God met me at the gate. God met you at the gate. And if, and if you're still in a season of doubt, trust me, the Lord is on the way. And he's going to work it out. I know this to be true because over 2,000 years ago, saints of God, God sent his only begotten son to come down to this earth and become flesh to be able to walk amongst, amongst us and, and go circulate throughout various communities, bringing healing and he entered institutions, turning over tables and, and continuing to speak truth and, and heal people of afflictions. 
Jesus Christ uh, not only continue to, to heal people and help people and teach people and preach to people, but the Bible tells me that Jesus sacrificed his life, his blood shed from Calvary's cross. Uh, I can leap for joy. I can praise God. I can keep walking and live my life best for God because Jesus not only died for me, but the Bible says on one Sabbath morning, he rose up with all power in his hands. And because he lives, I can walk inside the gate. Because he lives, I can be inside of institutions speaking on others' behalf. Other people might tell you, you don't belong here. But if God gave you power and God gave you strength, then you don't worry about what everybody else says about you. You keep on walking. You keep on leaping and you keep on praising because our God is so good and wonderful. This is my message to you. I hope this message has blessed you. Let us pray. Sovereign God, we thank you for not only meeting us at the gate, but helping us, God, to go beyond our current situation and go inside the gate into institutions that didn't care to invite us in. Lord, we thank you for your divine invitation to walk into places, doors, and gates that you have designed for us. The hope, God, is that now that we can walk with power and authority under your providential love and care, the hope, God, is that, that we will keep walking faithfully according to your word and will, that we will keep leaping and springing up like a bubbly fountain, that, Lord, that we will keep praising no matter what. I know it seems as if we're in a time that maybe we don't have much to praise about, but we do. Even though we're inside, we still woke up. Even though we're inside, we have food to eat. Even though we're inside, we have some sense of peace of mind and community and connection. And so, Lord, continue to have thine own way. God, we believe you, we trust you, and we are thankful for the opportunities you have given us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I just wanted to let you know um, that I love you. Tune in next week because we're going to continue our conversation of being inside the gate. This is not the only thing that happens inside the gate. There's some more stuff that happens inside the gate. And I want you to tune in next Sunday at 11 a.m. Also, if it's on your heart and God is leading you, please look on our Facebook page and, and, and click on our link to give and support our ministry as we continue to advance the word of God. I love you, but remember everybody, God loves you the most. God bless you and you may go in peace.